0: Hello! Welcome to Back to the Point. I'm one of your hosts, Migs, and that's Ian over there, and we're glad that you're listening. We are at the end of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, For the Sharks, at least, there's one series still going on. Um, And big changes... You are a father now, Ian. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, let's have an hour podcast about that.
0: Yeah, let's just talk about your baby girl.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, my daughter, my wife, went into labor um, last Monday. Oh, it's been a week. Wow. Uh, She went into labor on Monday, Monday morning. I went to work um, because we weren't sure if, We were actually in labor, and then about an hour later, she called me. She said, baby time on my pager for work, and I was... I had to leave, and I was, like, really adrenaline, and I just bolted. Um, Yeah, and then about 27 hours later, we had our baby um, on that Tuesday. So we went to the hospital. Everyone's healthy. Baby girl is doing great. She's super pretty, and... She's a pretty mom's. cute baby. She is, yeah. She looks like a, a cute person instead of like a little red. As, as far as newborns go, she's
0: a, she's a pretty cute newborn. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. And it's it's cool. Like it, I mean, she's, uh, what is it, maybe five, six days old. And you can already see that like, hey, even from like, you know, the first day or two, she was, she was, after she was born, like she started, like her eyes have started to change a little bit. They used to be pretty dark and now around the center so they're getting pretty light. So it's really special to be able to like, see little changes like that she has a we're, we're all like trying to claim features for father or mother certain things so i claimed her ears um, she has detached <laughs> she has her. detached earlobes like father does and her toes look like mine as well so yeah.
0: well it is an exciting time and uh, yeah so sure we're say, all happy thank you for uh putting in the time to contribute to our podcast still it would have been sad yeah, if it was just course. a one-man show here with me being, yeah. being my awkward self.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could have done the same thing. Yeah. I'm on paternity leave for the next few, few weeks, so I could have just done it in my <laughs> spare time and just yeah. monologued. Well, can you can have a lot of time on your hands. But I'm sure <laughs> a lot of that's now. going towards
0: your kid. So.
1: Yeah, once I get back to work, I will have very little time. Podcast will live on, though. Podcast will live on.
0: Somehow. Somehow. Every four yeah. months. <laughs> yes. Hopefully not.
1: But you know what we did at the hospital?
0: What? We watched game three. You did? We watched game three we, and watched watched game, three game four. And when, game four. When, when when we visited you, so.
1: Yeah, so. Um, you were committed. That was awesome. We were committed. And, 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 at that point during game three, uh, labor was, you know, working its way. You know, no, nowhere near pushing it, but con- contractions were happening. But they weren't super painful at that point. So we were all able to kind of like watch the game and have a good time. Uh, letting time do its thing for the baby. Yeah. And uh, we took a picture. We looked, like, happy at that point. And I sent it to the Sharks. <laughs> and then they uh, and tagged John Betcher, who's the president of the Sharks. And uh, the Sharks DM'd me and said they'd like to send me something. So really excited to see so what special. they did. Yeah. Makes me feel loved, you know? I appreciate <laughs> it. It yeah. was like, yeah, man, like, I have a podcast. You've on, developed like an you emotional so
0: attachment with... San Jose Sharks public relations (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah so I'm excited to see what they send hopefully they send a um you know not game ready game ready unused uh left shot you know 77 flex pro curve Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) maybe two or three of those uh, oh, maybe gosh. some game use skates that I could use and then, you know, extra chest protection. Yeah, protectors. I'm pretty sure they're and not
0: sending your baby a skate skates. <laughs> Adult
1: male senior equipment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but anything will be fun. Yeah. Even if they send me another onesie to make it seven or more. It's uh, okay. She'll just wear shark's kids. onesies. Yeah. Yeah. I, we put her in a shark's onesie for, um the other day, I forget why, and it's still a little bit too big, even though she's a newborn size, Huh. so, well, she was born, old. she was born, yes, she was born, she was, born, she was seven pounds, uh, zero ounces, um, and 18 inches long, 18 and a half inches long, so, tiny. she's ish. a little, a little small, yeah. so, um, she's gained all of her weight back, I believe, already from the hospital as of two days after birth, so, that was pretty sweet, made us feel good that she's healthy, um, so hopefully in maybe two weeks the once we beat the knights, the onesies will fit better.
0: yeah, <laughs> she will become heartened with that uh with that victory, yeah, Potentially. so uh before we talk about the upcoming round, let's get into it a little bit about the first round against the ducks. Um, somewhat of a surprising series, but at the same time to me, I was like, Sort of surprised, but at the same time, uh you saw the way that the teams were playing, and the Sharks were the better team, I thought, throughout yeah. the whole series. So, the way Anaheim was playing, not only with the their system and their structure and how fast they are and everything, but just the way that they are just being dirty and taking a bunch of penalties, you, you just had a feeling like it wasn't going to go their way, right?
1: Yeah. It's always really interesting. It's like, I mean, everyone, everyone before the series was like, it's 50-50,
0: yeah.
1: 60-40 at best. Like, really don't really know. Anytime a California team plays a California team, the first game is like up for grabs. And the game two is really is like, oh, okay, a team may or may not have dominance or it really is 50-50 like we thought. Um, so we won the first game. It was like, sick, like so excited <laughs> about that. Felt great to steal one in Anaheim. Um, and then, yeah, it was, game two went on. It was like, oh, it looks like we're actually, you know, like, significantly better than them. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Their speed was not existing. Yeah. I, like, chuckled when you're like, yeah, their speed. I was like, (laughs) speed. That's funny. Yeah. I, I I really liked how Sorensen really, the fourth line, A... Paid off. Yeah. Like, all of the struggles throughout the regular season of trying to form that fourth, the, the fourth line that we ended up with for the last, like, month to end of the season, we wanted that the whole season, and we worked and tinkered so long to get that, and we now know why. Because it's so effective, and Sorensen specifically, with his speed, like, dismantled the Ducks. I think he had three goals in those four games, and I think all three were the first goal of the game.
0: They were, or at least the first goal for the Sharks. In any case, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: maybe a little wrong on that, but at least I know for sure two,
0: two of were. them were. Yeah, I think and so, it's just yeah. like,
1: yeah. dude, yeah, you're just wrecking with the speed. Um, he gets in so fast with his speed on the forecheck, check. And really, especially when they're like below the red line, the, goal, the below the goal line, um, and they're retrieving it off the boards, Sorensen can get in there or, you know, for icing races and stuff like that. He can get in there and get that puck out fast. Yeah. So I really enjoyed seeing them just, like, ultimately get destroyed like that. And it was kind of surprised. Like, I, I agree with you. Like you said, like, I was surprised, but then also not surprised. Because going in, you're like, eh, it's like 50-50. I don't really know. And then once it starts to play out, you're like, yes, clearly we are the better team. The Ducks are not really evolving as a team.
0: I think all uh, so many so many aspects of the Sharks' game needs to be applauded. their Their ability to roll four lines, like you were saying, that fourth line was so contributory in that series. But also the defense and the goaltending as a duo. The defense played a great structural game, I think, and I think it really shows that our defense definitely had the upper hand in that series. But then, I mean, the Ducks are still a good team. They had some good high danger tr- scoring chances. And some good looks at times in the series because it's a playoffs. Yeah. Te- teams are going to get their chances, and and Martin Jones looked amazing. You know, um, a lot of people have talked about how Martin Jones was kind of the, the MVP of that series, and uh, yeah, he was uh, he was pretty stellar. Um, there was that one goal at the beginning of was it uh, game two? Yeah, game two when he scored. They scored in the first minute. And uh but even oh, that, that kind you know, of a it, it seemed like it might have deflected, like people are still aren't sure if that mm-hmm. <laughs> goal deflected or not, or the puck deflected. Uh, but I thought he was he was really good. And um that's really encouraging I think for the outlook for the, the rest of the playoffs. If if he can play the way he's been playing, then we're gonna have a chance against whatever team we play, I think.
1: Yeah, specifically on that goal that you talked about, I remember it happening and I was like <laughs> What? Like, that was such a clear shot. No one uh-huh. there. Like, it was such an easy thing to get. And then I remember watching the replays, and I don't really know if it deflected off of anyone, but what made me feel better is like he was like loaded for the shot and kind of just kept on waiting, or looked like he had the ability to shoot and didn't shoot until a little later. When he released the shot, he was really at the top of the circles. And that made me feel a little bit better, even though he looked like he was ready to shoot from the blue line. Top of the circles, you know, you can score from there. Everyone is an NHL player. Right. Uh, and you know what? Like you said, they had scoring chances because, yes, they were a playoff team. But uh, they looked like a wild card one team or a wild card two team. Yeah. So, like, I'm not really sure. That was probably the only like kind of, like, bad goal, if you could call it bad. I mean, it didn't, like, first watch, it didn't look that good. Mm-hmm. And then concurrent watches it just you just didn't quite understand why he didn't save it because um, it looked like he really just missed it, which was which was why it looked so bad. But when you consider that it may have been deflected, I'm not sure if it did, maybe he just read it wrong, but it also came from like a more dangerous area than I thought, so i'm I didn't like it. I thought that was probably the only iffy goal he gave up, but uh the whole point of <laughs> like like we were talking about earlier when everyone was saying that um uh you know Ducks and Sharks are so evenly matched like they both have really good forward depth both have really good defensive depth uh you specifically were watching some youtuber who was like the Ducks defensive depth
0: is way better than no, the Sharks. No, he didn't say it was way better, but he <laughs> he said it was like 50-50 but I'm going to give the <laughs> upper hand to the Ducks and he doesn't explain why and I'm like Huh? Like and then it just played out to be just simply wrong. Like very wrong.
1: Yeah, so wrong. It was just like every time the national media talks too, they're like, oh we were watching what were you we watching? Were we were watching like NHL Tonight or NHL Overtime. And the uh the broadcasters were briefly talking about this different series and then they were like um they were talking about, yeah, and the goaltending for the Sharks, uh, <laughs> they have Alex Stalock as a backup. And he's like, oh, wait, he's not on the team anymore. It's like right then, you lost all credibility. <laughs> like you <laughs> already know, had so moment. little because we know that no one in the national media watches Western Conference games. And if out of the very few that they do, they're all the Central Division. That's why they talk about Winnipeg and... Uh, Nashville, although very good teams, also they talk about them so much in the wild. Why do they talk about the wild so much? They're not good. Um, And then outside of that, any team in the Pacific Division just gets the least amount of attention. And for whatever reason, even within the Pacific Division, the Ducks and the Kings get all of it and the Sharks get like nothing. Yeah. So whatever. I thought it was hilarious, Um, especially just because of the thing that you said about that YouTube video that you're watching. The national media thing on the NHL network. And then also, I think it was the athletic, I think it was Tyler Dello posted like some like statistical analysis of like which team was better. And he was like, the significant edge. It's like, it basically, he was like, it's a little bit, basically a tie for every category for forwards, sharks, ducks, um, defense, sharks, ducks. It's like maybe one had better than the other, but it's pretty much a tie. And they got to the, the goaltending and then he was like, the Ducks' goaltending is significantly better than the Sharks. And then I remember Kevin Kurz like, was commented on that, and he was like, significantly better? Really? <laughs> and then you just see it happening. It's like, yes, he had a very good regular season, but just like last postseason, he is not to be counted on the same way he can be counted on the regular season and postseason. He's a younger goalie. He's 24, 26 maybe? Um... And he's he's a starter, and he's supposed to be their goalie of the future. He's on a bridge contract right now, um, but he's injured a lot, and he can't really take that that main load, and he doesn't seem to do well with it when it really counts. So it's just kind of interesting to see that our depiction of the national media and our bias against them be vindicated. So that was yeah. fun.
0: And then I was telling you about that other um – the podcast I was listening to, the Hockey Central and Noon podcast. Oh, yeah. And Darren Millard pretty much is, uh, he admits Our hero, how the Sharks are just, like, overlooked, how they're the poster child of being, like, overlooked of the West <laughs> yeah. Coast teams or the Pacific Division teams. It's uh, so true. So that was just very, and his, the co-hosts the co, uh, were like, no, no, at least one of them, Damian Cox, was like, no, that's not true. And he's like, well, you you don't want to talk about them right now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, Damian Cox who's, like not on the show very much. Yeah, so um, that was, so that, was uh, that was somewhat vind- vindicating. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and just like we swept the the Ducks. blanked for a second there. And just on that podcast, which generally they do a really good job of touching on pretty much everything that happens, like, they didn't really talk about the Sharks, like, at all. and We, like, swept <laughs> yes, the ducks, and, like, they just, like, talked about the Maple Leafs literally the whole time, which we should have known, because in the playoffs, for the second time in a long time. They're I guess third time in a long Toronto time. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's Toronto Central at noon. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I believe you said Maple Leaf Central at noon. Oh, which, yeah. Which, Everyone teases <laughs> a about accurate. something like that. Yeah.
1: Maple Leaf Central at noon. Yeah. But uh, so it was kind of just going into game one and two. It was like, you know, it feels like it's 50-50. And by game two, you're like, no, it looks like the Sharks are a better team. Uh, game three, we decisively found out that the Sharks were a better team. And then game four... <laughs> We don't need to talk about fart. it. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, okay, we're outshot, but we won in this game four, and they have to, like, the Ducks must win. So it's like, if you win the game four, like, sweeping game, like, it doesn't matter how you win. You're like, oh, well, the Sharks' play was, like, a little suspect. It's like, yeah, because the Ducks had to do literally, they could, literally <laughs> everything they could do to not end their season. So yeah. as long as the Sharks <laughs> end up with more goals than the other team, it doesn't Definitely. matter how they win. So they're like, oh well, you know, they had a lot of scoring chances, and that makes me worried. It's like it's just sh-
0: <laughs> the sharks weren't perfect when the other team was down three <laughs> zero.
1: Yeah, it's like okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I thought
1: that was funny, but um, I think we talked about this before going on the air. I think the turning point really was the stupid penalty. Really, uh, was the stupid penalties the Ducks took? But specifically, when Perry took that. Stupid, stupid penalty right when they were down by a goal to end game two, when they were really pushing. He took a penalty with like three minutes ago, and then basically clinched his team a loss mm-hmm. <coughs> with that game. And it just kind of showed that the Ducks can't handle pressure in this new form. Yeah, They're trying to throw the bodies, trying to do the dirty plays. And I, I'm not shying away from that because they are dirty. Like it was very dirty for yeah. them. The whole series. Uh, I always thought Brandon Montour was like, oh, yeah, he's a good, good young player. Playing against the Sharks, he was abused a lot by our players. We scored a lot against him in the series. And he just revealed – remember how last year uh, when we were playing the Oilers and it was revealed to us that as good as Connor McDavid is, he's dirty when he was trying to throw elbows mm-hmm. at Couture's face. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Montour is dirty, like just straight up super dirty, just super the super dirty. Their whole team
0: collectively was yeah playing very uh, uncouriously. shady, uncouriously. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I really, I really enjoyed how the du- uh, the Sharks just. Um, I really enjoyed how the Ducks folded completely, but that, I really enjoyed. Nice, yeah how the uh, Sharks were just like, cool, like, do what you want. We'll push back to the level we need to and then just score on you a lot. Um, so that was fun. And I really think that penalty on game two was really where they kind of became unhinged and they realized they literally could not beat the Sharks. Yeah. And that felt great. Game three, like, cool, cool. we scored eight goals, made made a fool of that team, and then gets laugh, takes a misconduct, and abandons his team. <laughs> um. You know they tried as hard as they could. Game four, it doesn't matter how we win, we won. Great, we swept. The brooms are out.
0: Yeah, yeah. dude. And you, you, you told me about kind of what Kevin Kurz said in that article. Just the scathing. Oh my gosh! The scathing, scathing, scathing indictment. This was of the their most leadership group juicy.
1: Wow. Juicy, juicy, juicy thing I have read in a long time And I felt so good reading it Yeah So, as you guys mostly have figured out I'm a subscriber to The Athletic Um. Uh. Oh, a uh, fun quick snippet In the same article It was kind of like the It was a mailbag Or like the series No, I think it was a mailbag After we had swept While he was waiting for this next series to start Which still likely won't start Until I think Wednesday Um, Wednesday, April 25th. In this mailbag article, Kurz gave a little bit of a hint that amongst the beat reporters for the Sharks, Thornton's knee is having some issues handling acceleration. Hmm. That was fun. That was new news on Jumbo. Continued to read on, and he said, and I I will quote. Are you allowed um, to quote this? I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm attributing it to kevin kerr's but i don't know because they're
0: they do their whole like paywall thing so i don't know like they'll be oh okay yeah
1: we should respect that i won't quote it yeah yeah. um but basically he talks I'll, i'll summarize his sections basically he the end of his mailbag he had a uh just like a like a jury had seen the evidence led like Heard the discussion and the arguments, and then made a final verdict, and it was swift, and it was just. (laughs) And it was amazing. Basically, he talks about, he says, like, the Ducks haven't won a Game 7 for a very long time. They won one last year against the Oilers, but that was the first in a very long time. Mm -hmm. Um, All the dirty plays that happened... Um, especially coming from their leaders and Getzlaff and Perry. Um, they just couldn't handle the Sharks literally at all. Um, and then how I mentioned Getzlaff did that game misconduct. He was in a shouting match against Marcus Sorensen, like maybe the least important player for the, for the Sharks in terms of how the Ducks would view him. And he got in a shouting match with him and earned himself a game misconduct. Like what an idiot. Mm-hmm. And just abandon his team in this blowout loss, which is a you know you're going to lose the game, great, but as a leader you can't abandon your team. But he decides he can. He takes a misconduct and leaves, um, and then there and then he was like, yeah, and then basically he's talking about Getzlaff is not a good leader. He's saying Perry is a shell of himself. He he can't. He's not the player he was when he signed his contract, and or nor. Was he a few years ago? And they're like, yeah, but Getzoff and Perry have won the Cup. And then he's like, yes, but they won the Cup in 2007 when they were sophomore players. They were in their second season, were not relied upon basically at all for any like meaningful role. Like, yes, I'm sure they scored, and yes, they helped out, but they were not the core. And that team that won in 2007 had Chris Pronger and Scott Niedermeyer, which are two of the best defensemen literally ever on the same team. And they had a really, really, really good goalie, and I think in J.S. Jiguer, I think.
0: Uh, Or, no, 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 it was Brizgolov with them. No, he was the backup. Wasn't it still um, Hmm. Hiller? Wasn't it Hiller that was their goalie still then? Maybe. I don't know.
1: Anyways, they had really good goaltending. They got what they needed. Um, And then I'm going to quote about as much as I would be allowed in Twitter. I think I'll go with that. I think that's reasonable. Um, Okay, no, I won't. But basically he says, he's like, you know, they got swept. He expects that they might make a change because that happens after you get sweep. Offices change, leadership changes, players change, coaches change. And then he said, unless they find... Okay, I have to quote this. But unless they find... Sorry, this is a quote, a direct quote from Kevin Kurz's article on The Athletic from his mailbag uh, within this past week. Quote, But unless they find players that are actually worthy of wearing letters, there's no reason to believe a team that has both Getzlaff and Perry in its room as perceived leaders could ever win anything significant. Their window is closed, and it was the Sharks that slammed it shut. Uh- <laughs> so good
0: was very scary <laughs> Burning
1: And then yeah. And then And we hear In the past couple of days That obviously They've started to talk about We need to make changes We just got swept Things need to change This is unacceptable And they're like But we're gonna keep Randy Carlyle <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh that's how much so funny. was how much was Randy Carlyle discouraging his players from playing dirty in that series? They didn't stop. No. They kept on yeah. going. Like he wants sure. to play that same way, you know? Yeah, Probably
1: and like, I also found it interesting as well. They were talking about how the Ducks are the Ducks as an organization are extremely well run. They're maybe one of the best drafted drafting teams in the league. Consistently find extremely good players with their draft picks. Um however they're one of the least analytical, like usage of analytics teams in the NHL, and mm-hmm. then it just is completely typified by Randy Carlyle's style of play, like big, bad, whack him, sack him, hit him with your stick, and take penalties and cheap shot to the face, hockey. <laughs> um, and we just can't. And then slow, they just can't keep up with the modern NHL. The Sharks saw that they needed to evolve. They had kind of been doing it over the years. When they and then when they lost to the Penguins in that final round, they pretty much steamrolled over everyone in the playoffs that season, except for Nashville, who gave them a bit of the run for the money. But when they got to the duck, or when they somewhat, got to the Penguins in that last round,
0: s- sketchily, you know, you know the, that OT yeah, win. the three OT
1: goal, but we garbage. won't talk about that. Garbage, garbage <laughs> goal. Um, um, the Penguins kind of showed that they were definitely a better team. Um, Which is why they won that year. Which is which is okay. But the Sharks evolved, and they have been evolving since brought in Peter or Peter Bor. That was his first year. He was putting his mark on the team, and we've been doing great since then. Uh, We've been talking about the Ducks a lot because honestly, the Sharks just played super, super, super well. And like you said earlier, I'll pass this to you with this comment. You said the Sharks' defensive structure was just like, just. It was so good. Right. And it reminded me of the earlier in the season where that was literally the only way they could win when they literally (laughs) could not score a goal. They're like, we must be the most defensively sound team ever. Right. And they did. And it really helped them, especially under the utmost of pressure in the playoffs, must win games against a rival who's literally trying to hurt you to win.
0: Well, like the players say that that's their foundation. The players and the coach, they'll say like Mm -hmm. their defensive game is their foundation And if they can also be a team that um, can put points on the board too, uh, then they got things going for them. Uh, I think this upcoming series against Vegas. So I guess we'll get into that now. Oh wait, can I have
1: one more comment? I think the reason. Okay. (laughs)
0: No, go ahead. (laughs) Okay.
1: Um, I think one reason why the uh, why the Sharks did not uh, retaliate to the Ducks was because we went to the Stanley Cup Final two years ago with mostly the same team. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone on the team, even for like, yes, the core players, even the secondary players and some of the tertiary players, yeah, yeah. know what it takes to get there and how you need to get there and yeah. how you need to play. That's to a be big there. thing
0: to our credit.
1: And it was so huge. And they know it's defense first. They know it's staying uh, with the, your game plan. And our game plan was better in literally every aspect. And the teams, you know, honestly, the teams were... Like, yes, the Ducks had some defensive miscues with they were having some injuries and stuff. But, like, more or less, like, on paper, the teams are very evenly matched, right? Like, okay, yes, they have an injury there, and that's going to hurt their defensive structure. But it shouldn't have hurt them as bad as it did in the final results with getting swept and an 8-1 loss. Like, you maybe would have expected more one-goal games. Right. But it was literally... It was, it was just so bad, and that was coming down to the game plan and their game style, and the Sharks just they're, literally they're won on everything. They're a composed
0: team and a composed group. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad the Sharks do have a group of players that aren't hotheads, really. Um, yeah, I think the
1: closest one probably, I would think it would be Timo, which hurts to say in my heart. You know, right. but the more I've the more I've seen like in the Oilers series, it was actually very similar to this Duck series last year, where they they were going dirty. Yeah, Timo actually kept his cool. Yeah, you know he knew he knows where the line is, and I really appreciate it about him, especially because he's a second year player. Who's given more responsibility?
0: And I imagine you that know? the Sharks were one of the least, and I think they were one of the least penalized teams in the in the league this year. So that just goes to show.
1: And the Ducks were one of the most ones. And Randy Carlos said, taking penalties is not part of our identity. Yeah. And I was like, except for it literally and measurably is. So, so what are you talking about?
0: Non-retaliation, I think, is part of that. But also just the way they play their game in their defensive structure, in their forechecking structure, the way the way they play in the neutral zone. They don't cheat often, you know? Because, you know, yeah. if a player gets beat and they they try to cheat, they're going to hook. They're going to slash. They're going <laughs> to trip. They're going to interfere. Like that's where a lot of those penalties come from. And the sharks don't really mm. do that. Cause I feel like they have such a solid sound structure where they don't get them themselves in situations where they get beaten, you know? Totally. Uh, so I think that's huge. Um, now that being said, yeah, let, let's go into the Vegas series a little bit. We were talking about, um, 2016 again, you know, and, and the, the sharks being beaten by the better team in Pittsburgh, which had that speed. So, you know, since then people are trying to replicate People like to talk about people are trying to replicate the Penguins and the the way of the league is going towards speed. And like you said, the Sharks have kind of adopted some of that. And I think Vegas, with their uh, first season, they're kind of poster childs for that speedy team out west. You know, they play a high-flying game because they got all these young, fast players that were, uh, how would you say, like unwanted guys like somewhat unwanted guys on a lot of their at least teams. willing
1: to be willing to let go willing
0: to let go yeah not that they were yeah. necessarily unwanted tradable but tradable assets yeah and just the way that they're coming together they're they're kind of high flying now i wouldn't say that the sharks have that kind of same team speed but the sharks have adapted to playing with speed but also playing the sharks are kind of a balanced team with Playing with structure and able to forecheck, able to get a cycle game going, but also being able to incorporate speed into that forecheck and move Mm -hmm. the putt quickly to have good, uh, (laughs) potentially good zone entries. The power play during the regular season was frustrating with that (laughs) sometimes. But uh, I think this will be an interesting matchup because I think, like what we've been mentioning with the Ducks series, I think a big thing the Sharks have going for them is their defensive structure. Um, I wanted to say, and I'll pass this back to you. I think a big thing, like mentally, if we could take that first game in Vegas, because honestly, this would that, that would be that franchise's first playoff loss. Like, if you can wow, inject that's that, right. if you inject that seed of doubt of winning oh, that first yeah. game on their home ice when they're like pumped to get to the second it's, round, then you uh, start to make them question like, oh, this isn't like this isn't that easy, you know? Like we lost. Dude, those mind games, yeah, man. So I think Love that. It. I think winning that first game and kind of taking it to them might be pretty big. And that's not to say, like, we have the series after that. But I think it would do the Sharks a lot of credit. Well, obviously, you're up 1-0. But uh, for that mental, psychological aspect of the game, to hand them their first playoff loss, uh, I think that might be big. So what do you you think about that?
1: I like where you're going. I like that.
0: Um, I will say that I don't think
1: they're the poster child of speed in the West. I think that's probably Winnipeg. I think, think they play. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think Winnipeg pays really fast, um, from what I've seen of them, uh, and when they've played the Sharks, I think yeah. they're kind of like Toronto except for bigger bodies. Um, I think they have a lot of high skill, but they play a little bit more physical. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where the Vegas lies is between that and then between St. Louis. Because they play fast, they are physical, but then they just kind of suffocate you with their forecheck because um, their whole team basically is a bunch of second, third line tweeners, except for a couple of these gems that they found or have extracted through deals to have the team who the expansion draft selected not lose a better player so they traded for someone else. Mm-hmm. who maybe is a little bit better or maybe a true second liner. And then there's William Carlson, who's just having an out-of-his-mind season. And if he's in the contract year, that would be hilarious because then they'll pay him a ton of money, and I hope he regresses. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he would. I think his goals would go down, but I think his points probably would stay. He'll regress like, somewhat. He, but He'll regress, yeah. to be
0: determined whether he's, like, a high-skill, like, like, yeah he's lasting, really good high skill player you know
1: yeah i think he's having a really good season but i think it's clear that he's also a good player uh i just hope they overpay him which and so much great.
0: of that i feel like so much of their team feeds off each other like so many guys yeah. are having success they have like 520 goal scorers like what yeah and that's you know? and
1: well i mean they also have like james neal and david perron and they have uh jonathan marsh's show like they have like, these players and then uh, what you call it, William Carlson? They have all these players who were really good on the other on these other teams, and you're like, wait, how did you get these players?
0: Wait, <laughs> like, but no, Carlson was <clears> not. That's the thing. Carlson was a player that was not really. Yeah, good Yeah, I mean, Carlson's
1: year. the exception. Carlson is obviously like diamond in yeah. the rough that they got. Neil so was So his naming. David Perron was good. He's like Jonathan Marchessault Mar- was David a thirty-goal scorer. Good,
0: like, like not great. He was
1: injury-prone, but he could score twenty goals. Yeah, I guess. Jonathan yeah. Marchessault the previous year was a thirty year thirty-goal scorer.
0: Yeah, So he, they have these three I, yeah. players who are immediately
1: right. are like good players and can score. And then they're all in the second line. Mm-hmm. Willem Carlson is this diamond in the rough. He's the first line center. And then he actually, I think Marcia Show is on the first line with him. But then Riley Smith is up there too. And it's like, okay, like, I don't really know what's going on. So they have a ton of depth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They don't have a ton of like peak high skill, uh, but they have good depth. They, like their average depth is higher. Yeah, and I think, I think they definitely pay, play their system really well, because I think they know they have to rely on their system, because if they got a little bit more run and gun using their scale or speed, it wouldn't work out as well for them, because they're missing those really, really high skill creative players. Um, so I feel like this series is going to be like playing St. Louis from a few years ago. I hope it ends up like it was two years ago where we like beat them most times six to three, which would feel great. Um,
0: but do you think it'll yeah, be like f- that series? Ohio. No,
1: I think it'll be kind of, so what I'm saying is I think they're a little bit between Winnipeg, kind of that high flying fast speed offense with high skill. And then between Winnipeg and then St. Louis on the other side where they're not very high skill, except for Tarasenko, but then like extreme structure, like all the way on the structure side, like suffocating for check. I feel like, Vegas does a really good job with their speed, shutting down. I think they play high pressure hockey and really limit your time and space. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we've seen, like we've played them very close this season, and I think um, our game planning will come out. I think we, I, I personally think we have the edge. I think Peter DeBoer is one of the best coaches in the league as far as like coaching. preparing for matchups. Yeah, and uh, getting the most out of the matchup and coaching against another coach. Mm. Um so I think we'll have some good things to go there. I think we're Marc-Andre Fleury's having a great series. He had a really really high goal save percentage and goals against. Jones did really good. Um, so I think it'll be more of a grinding series than it was. I don't think they're going to come out heavy hitting like the Ducks, but I don't think the Sharks care, you know? Like I don't really think they expect them to be playing that way. Mm. Um, and I don't, and if they don't play that way, I don't think it hurts the Sharks either.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm more interested in this series than I am the Ducks series, you know? Oh yeah. I think
0: it'll, it'll definitely be more of a challenge, I I think.
1: Yeah. I think so too.
0: Uh, I
1: think it's, I think it's really interesting to see, like, obviously they've been playing with their system and relying on their system this whole season. And to me, it's like, okay, progressively raise the stakes higher and higher and higher when will you crack
0: yeah you know? that's, true. that's true but everybody's been saying when are they going to crack and they haven't <laughs> cracked yet is, i mean they had like no a no no
1: i am I'm, I'm saying I, i'm not saying i maybe i should rephrase that what i'm not saying is when will their luck run out i'm saying
0: uh like when will the pressure get to them
1: when not when will the pressure get to them but like how high is their limit does uh-huh. that kind of make sense? Like, the Sharks have made it to the Stanley Cup final with pretty much the same team. And we know where our limit is. We know where we can get. Do they know theirs?
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I mean to say. Not like, oh, well, they've been lucky so far. We'll roll the dice another time.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think they've been, like, lucky. Um,
1: I mean, Carlson measurably has been lucky. <laughs>
0: The the organization has been lucky that he was a player he was this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the things like the scouting staff and all this other stuff, like the things that really come into play during the playoffs, like, you know, preparing for these series and matches, I think that will be interesting Mm -hmm. to see how well that side of their organization has done. Like, obviously they were just made like two years ago or something. Like they were hiring these people two years ago. This is their first season. Um, you know, the Sharks have had their staffs for a long time and able to whittle away the chaff and get to where they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with a lot of organizations. So organizational depth will be tested as well. Like, how will their head coach coach uh, against other teams? Like, Glenn Gullitson was the Panthers coach the previous year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Wait. They weren't in the playoffs. No,
0: Glenn Gullitson, you mean um, that's oh, the Oh, sorry. Uh, that was the Flames coach. Uh, uh
1: Gerard Gallant yeah, who was right. the Panthers coach the previous year um you know I don't think he was in the playoffs I haven't really seen the his ability to counter coach and coach against coach for you know weaknesses and stuff and coach for strengths
0: I have a hard time believing uh the whole Vegas LA series was like one goal games <laughs> so often I have a hard yeah. time believing it's going to be so low scoring in this series you know
1: yeah, I think, I personally think the Sharks will match up better than the Kings did. And I think the fact that the Kings could keep them to basically one goal games, yeah. and sometimes literally a single goal. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the Sharks have the ability to play that, but then also answer with higher. Yeah. With more goals. I
0: think the Sharks have definitely a deeper forward core than the Kings do. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, and definitely. Now, at this point in the last few years, our defense, our defense edges them out too. Um, well,
1: I mean, I don't know because they you traded think? for they traded for. Well, they got yes, so Dowdy Burns, okay, more or less the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Muzzin, he's really good. Muzzin and uh, who was the other guy? Alex Martinez. Alec
0: Martinez. Martinez.
1: Yeah, Alec Martinez. They're not as good as Braun and Vlasic, but they're that pair. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe Muzzin plays. Isn't with Muzzin's Doughty Doughty's
0: part Doughty's partner? Yeah, there? I
1: think so. So yeah. they have some depth there, but then they also got in Fanuf. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Fanuf is good. He's like a number three, maybe number two defenseman, <coughs> maybe you know somewhere between two to four. Um, so I think their defensive depth is good. So I think maybe a little bit better, but I think there. Our bottom pairing might be better than their bottom pairing. Yeah,
0: well, especially and with then how well our Brendan third and Millen fourth lines. Lately,
1: yeah, the Dilly Dilly pair is really killing yeah. it. Um, I think the third and fourth lines for the Sharks are better than the third and fourth lines for the Kings. Yeah. So overall, I, I think
0: we're a better team than the Kings. Uh, yeah, I
1: think that's. I mean, measurably, I think that was true, right? Like we finished with more points. Right. I think so. Um, yes, we did because yeah, they were in wild card two. No, they were on wild card one. Yeah. Yes. So we finished more points than they did. I think we are a better matchup. And I think we have the ability to play that shutdown game without sacrificing as much offense as they did. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think Vegas, like like the Ducks did, I think the Vegas, Vegas is going to get chances, you know, which where Martin mm-hmm. Jones will play a role. But, you know, I th- the Sharks are going to get chances too. L.A. had chances. The Sharks are going to yeah. get chances too. Hopefully we can, we can finish, you know, you
1: know. Yeah, I think the team speed – all the way down on the sharks will help. I don't mm-hmm. think the Kings were as have as much team speed as we do. Like every single line we have at least one or two good speed speedy players and our defense has shown that they can handle speed
0: well. Yeah, definitely.
1: And then our goalie is good. I believe he's just as good as Flurry. Flurry obviously had crazy high numbers, but I also each of those games were really low scoring, so. And if, you know, Flurry had maybe a good he had something
0: somebody- because I think he played quite a few games for the Penguins last year in the playoffs before Murray got healthy again, and I think he was doing pretty yeah. well, you know.
1: Yeah, Fleury's a great goalie, and Flurry
0: obviously is having a great postseason as well. He had a lot of years of average, uh, towards yeah. before the Penguins won the last two Stanley Cups. Before that, he was having a very like mediocre few years, um, mm-hmm. and. But now he's yeah, like good he's like again. Good again. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of annoying. It's <laughs> weird. Now, yeah, it's now like he comes to come the West Coast.
1: <laughs> come on. It's like, yeah. be bad again. Gosh. Yeah, maybe he'll yeah, have so, a meltdown. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. so I don't, I don't expect the Sharks. I expect the Sharks to win, honestly. I do. Um, I expect it to be close, but I could see this going to six. Um, travel again will be very nice, and I appreciate that. There's not going to be a ton of travel going back and forth. That's true last uh,
0: a couple of years ago we had Nashville in the second round and that was that's a far that's a far That trip. was
1: that was far and that was the most brutal that was the closest test Yeah that 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 was the seven still one That was seven games and yeah the St. Louis series went to seven but it was like why did that go to seven you know it was like
0: no it went to six yeah. Okay we yeah We won game 6 yeah at home yeah i'm excited i think it'll be good i think it's definitely dude it's been nice to have like a week off from like stressful sharks hockey
1: yeah dude i'm excited i'm on paternity leave and i get to just like enjoy it
0: yeah i can like look
1: at whatever stats i want to look at or go watch a game film or or i won't Um, But you know if i want to do you want
0: to talk a little bit about just the who's playing in the next round so far as we know
1: in There's the only series? one
0: one series that's undecided. and That's Toronto and Boston as of tonight. That's three three um,
1: now. I don't want to sound mean, but do you actually care?
0: Uh, I don't care too much, but I am curious yeah, I to really see who either. wins Toronto Boston. Um, well, I feel I, like
1: I, I really hope Toronto loses, so that people shut up and we get coverage from other series. That would be great. Like, that would, would be really nice, but I that. also
0: want Patty. But then Marlo, playing. yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I also really don't like Boston. Really? Why? I I just don't like them. They're just... They've always been this team of just, like, bruisers, you know? Like, less no, so now, but I just view them as this team yeah, of, like... Yeah, but they're still skilled. Boston bruisers. Like, they're literally, like... Well, yeah, it was like, the
1: Big Bad Bruins. Was That that was their literally their team identity yeah, for a while. Oh, my gosh. And then like, they had Lucic. I still Lucic,
0: imagine, so. like, Lucic was, like, the ultimate... <laughs> Milan Lucic was like oh, the Lucic ultimate such Boston a Bruin now. and should like still be on the Bruins. Cause he's like, he like epitomized that team for me.
1: No, please stand the Oilers and, and Marchand. destroy them. Yeah. Marchand has that reputation. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I hope the, I hope the Maple Leafs win, I guess, cause I want Marla to be successful. Um, uh, but then a part of me is like, you should, never should have left. So mm-hmm. taste success, but not too much. Uh, yeah. Um, but then also win, you know. It's very I thought, it's bittersweet. I, it
0: was, I also thought it was interesting that uh, Flyers and Penguins series was so high scoring, you know. It has, was insane. the last two.
1: The last time they played, it was I believe it was two or three or maybe even four years ago. I'm pretty sure. And it was like the same thing. It was the Penguins Flyers series, and it was like there was like ten to eight scores. <laughs> it was like I was like, oh my gosh, and they both. Lo- like whatever team won, I think the Penguins won that round, and they just yeah. like got destroyed the next round. It's like yeah, because he let in like eight goals a game. <laughs> like that's why. Did you why. see
0: that? Hopefully that bodes the same for the Penguins this year. But did you see that Kucherov yeah. was playing with the torn MCL?
1: Dude, yeah, And he scored a
0: hat torn. trick in that final
1: game with the torn MCL. Did you see? Did you see his like
0: breakaway move?
1: <laughs> no, did Where I he didn't. did like a, you should watch it. He did like a. He, I can't describe it on the air, but it was really, it, it in was that really last surprising. Game. It was very creative,
0: yeah. And did you see? It? Did you see how he got injured in practice? Yeah, I did. That was gnarly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. His teammate must be feels so. Radko Radko Gudas. Oh god. Yeah. Of course, it's him. Right? I probably butchered his name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rodko Gudas. <laughs> no, it's Rodko Gudas. <laughs> I feel like you'd probably be able to pronounce it better than I could because I I think he's Czech. I honestly
0: don't know. Yeah, that's not...
1: That's closer to your native country as well.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, That that was pretty crazy. He, like, flipped him. Wow. Yeah, I
1: looked bad. Um, So, yeah, I don't really care about the other series. I will say I really hope the Leafs lose... So that we can stop. Like, yes, I want success for Marlowe, but I don't want more success. I don't want success for
0: Marlowe. This is the second time you flipped. (laughs) You said that. This is this is my ultimate position.
1: I want the Maple Leafs to lose because, although I do want Marlowe to be successful, my desire for everyone else to shut up about the Toronto Maple Leafs supersedes that. Because literally every day I go on Twitter and everything is Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs. Like literally. Literally, this was an article from The Athletic was, are the refs screwing over the Toronto Maple Leafs? A penalty-by-penalty penalty breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: no other team would get that, that catering. It's just yeah. like,
1: shut up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it's like every time I go on Twitter, it's like, oh, let's see if there's any more practice things, like more tidbits from preparation for Vegas. And it's just like, oh, well, this is going to be the best uh, Maple Leafs series in a long time. It's like, dude, like,
0: stop. I was listening to the end of their game, and, like, they're on the Maple Leafs broadcast, and they scored, like, their empty netter. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they made it 3-1, which is, like, pretty secure, but it's, like, the announcer was, like, right away, like... The Maple Leafs are going to Boston. It's like, game's not over yet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like two minutes left, too, or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, I would love to have that go against like them and then the and fan base like a... like, fire him. Yeah, so I was like, whoa. Yeah. You are excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, so outside of the, the East, so I know we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, like you said, the Flyers and the Penguins, it makes me a little weary. That the Penguins are giving up this many goals, and yeah. Matt Murray has had a little bit of a off he had like season. two
0: shutouts in that series, and then also yeah. gave up like five to eight goals on average. Other than that, it was really weird.
1: Yeah, well, he's had a really rough season. Um, his dad passed away, and that's obviously taken yeah. a big toll on him. Uh, but yeah, I just maybe maybe they don't threepeat, you know?
0: Yeah, so. I think it'll be tough for them to do that for sure.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, coming out of Boston, as much as you hate them, they look great.
0: Washington so. also just won four straight, you know. Yeah. Which is well, interesting.
1: Columbus kind of plays like the Ducks, but better.
0: They <laughs> kind of play better. that kind
1: of hard, bruising game. That sucks for Columbus. Game.
0: They, they yeah, went 2-0 I mean, and they gave they're four straight. They're mediocre
1: as a franchise as well, you know. They're right there with the Wild where they're trying to, they were an expansion franchise in the 2000s and they're trying to get to the point where they can regularly make the playoffs and, like, actually do damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's they just, just not like going. It's yeah. just not going. They, need, do they you, know need... you are
0: so happy that the Wild lost, aren't you?
1: I am. You know
0: why? So justified so, in all our opinions Because,
1: Because <laughs> all of our opinions, like, yeah, they're, like, so, like, jokey, but they're based in, like, feelings of fact, you mm-hmm. know, which is such a stupid thing to say, feelings of fact. But, like, you watch them, and you're just, like, in the moves they make, and you're like, why did you just pick up Martin Hansel? <laughs> like he's not that good. <laughs> he's like really not he's that made good. Such he hasn't a big been like deal about lighting up. Year. Yeah, I know. It's like yeah, he's the best mediocre free agent signing on the trade deadline. Like great. Like he's yeah. not. He hasn't been terrorizing the Pacific for years. It's like he's the player that scores once every five <laughs> games against your team, and you're like, oh yeah, he's on that team. <laughs> right. And yeah. they're like a first round pick and more he needs it <laughs> and then he had like literally i think he had like 12 points this season and it's just like <laughs>
0: are you serious
1: <laughs> i will say i'm pretty sure that's what he did but yeah it was historically bad <clears throat> um so the so the wild finally fired um chuck fletcher chuck fletcher mm-hmm. so i really hope they replace him with someone as kind of incompetent as him and i and he's not really incompetent but he also signed <laughs> that's so terrible well, I mean, one of the things that defined him, he gave up Brent Burns, one of the most dynamic players to come in yeah. recent memory. For Charlie Coyle, who's like good, but like not great at all, like he, he was not, he's not that good. He's a good player, but he's nowhere near giving up for Burns. And then Setaguchi, they gave up as well. And Setaguchi isn't in the NHL anymore. And if he is, he's, like, a fifth-line player. He's, like, maybe on the roster once every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I don't think he is. And then he signed Parise. I don't think he is, yeah. Parise, (coughs) Zach Parise, and Ryan Suter were signed for identical, like, $108 million 13-year contracts. And Suter is, like, still a good player, but he's 33. And those contracts run through the 2024 and the 2025 seasons. So they got, like, I think another seven years of playing, is Ryan Suter gonna be that good at 40 with a 7.58 yeah, 7.85 million dollar cap hit? Like what on earth were you thinking? Yeah. yeah. Zach Parise really had bad. like one or two <laughs> he had one 40 goal season before that. And otherwise like would have maybe justified a six million, seven million dollar contract, like cap hit. But thirteen years? Yeah, like that's totally what on insane. earth was that coming for? And Zach Parise is like perennially hurt. Never really quite the player he has been since coming there. And he's signed until he's 40. Is a forward going to be that good at 40? Like, no. Mm -hmm. Maybe a defenseman, maybe a goalie, but forward, no way. That's going to screw them over. They can't buy out those contracts. They cost too much. They're so long. And then, yeah, so you just look at that, and it's kind of like these random, they're always like trying to get that good free agent player overpaying or just like kind of... The overhyped person like Ma- Martin Hansel. And it's just like, they have some good players, but then when yeah, you make other nice. moves like that, it handicaps your team. So, yeah. I uh, don't really care about them. I don't wish them well because they're in the West. So, yeah. I really only wish the Sharks well.
0: I also the Flames like fires.
1: Yeah, I don't like Nashville either because they're they, a dirty
0: team, I think.
1: Yeah, Ryan Johansson is a dirty player. For sure.
0: That last game we played them in particular, like when I went back and started watching it, I was like, oh, that's not cool. Every time we play them
1: again, (laughs) after that, when we played them that series, it was like, oh yeah, they're kind of dirty. And then you forget about it. And then every time you play them again during the regular season, you're like, yeah, you are a dirty (laughs) team.
0: Yeah, definitely. That is my same And (laughs) like
1: Subban in the corners, he always gives those extra two shoves in the head, like, when they're falling down in the corners. He, like, shoves your head into the ice a couple times. Like, okay. Okay, I see you. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so, like, that's as much as I care about the other things. I think the Winnipeg, Nas- or the Winnipeg Natural Series is going to get all the hype as well. Yeah. Probably more duly, duly so than the Maple Leafs whoever, versus whoever they play, regardless of whatever they play.
0: It will be a good um, matchup. I think Nashville and Winnipeg is very interesting. Yeah. That will, will be a I hard watch it? series, I feel like.
1: Will I watch it? Probably not. Yeah. Will you watch it?
0: No, not really. Probably Maybe the not. highlights. Yeah, anyway. I might yeah, exactly.
1: Maybe the highlights. Um
0: Is there anything else you want to to talk about before we close up?
1: Uh did we talk about how much the ducks are screwed going forward? We said Carlisle Rutherford. Yeah, their you coach. did
0: talk about how um Carlisle is keeping on you, you did talk about The indictment Of their leadership And
1: <laughs> Yeah Yeah we, we talked about them So basically I think... All I want to add is um, Like I think They need to make Major changes And yeah. they're like Yes we need to make changes But we'll keep the coach It's like You're It's like Just step back and look Like do you honestly think Like I'll ask you this Do you honestly think That <clears throat> Randy Carlisle Will be Will still be their coach In two years
0: No do you think he'll be their coach in one year? I think he he probably could get fired this next season. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he will not. Or you know he could make it out because they <laughs> they might have another good regular season. But if they're if they lose again in the playoffs next year, which they probably will with this same makeup, mm-hmm. like he's got to go at that point.
1: Well, it's the thing is, is like yes, their their style of play works in the playoff, works in the regular season because you're not like game planned against 24 seven for like a week straight trying to find every single thing that you can do wrong and then expand it and get an advantage out of it
0: right Right.
1: like regular season they just play their game style go 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 and that heavy hockey really works but I think they'll probably lean into the fact that some people had a down year and they had a ton of injuries and Ryan Kessler was not 100% throughout any part of a whole year he was gone for so many months with his hip injury Cam Fowler was out
0: dude it doesn't feel like they're probably gonna it doesn't matter even with Ryan Kessler like even with all their I know they
1: yeah that's I agree. not something like one
0: player being 100% would change the way they lost like that's like a team thing you know
1: yeah like if you look at their personnel just like on paper you're like yeah that actually that team could play really well but then I really think they're led up by their core leadership like the Kerr's article mentioned and I think we both agree with like the intangibles are letting them down like that leadership group is not cutting it the continual failure to win game seven and how they acted in the shark series. And then their coach is just not good enough, Mm -hmm. you know? So probably if they change some of those elements around, I think they'd probably have more success, but it looks like they're not willing to do that. So whatever. Yeah. Continued victories from the sharks.
0: (laughs) Hopefully. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think we should wrap it up. I think this has been a good podcast. mm -hmm. Uh, If you'd like to hear more of us, um, you can follow us on Twitter uh back to the point podcast. At, at underscore at back, underscore to, the back point. to the point. Podcast or no podcast? No podcast. No podcast. You need to at, be on Twitter more. The correct the correct Twitter handle is at underscore back to the point. You yes. could also follow me at D twenty two. Don't ask me why. And uh you could also follow Ian at I forget your Twitter. Ian said so, said right? So. At yes, Ian, said at so.
1: Ian said so. And yours is D. Miggs because of your first and last name, and Dan Boyle's your favorite player for 22. And that's why you yeah, chose so. Yes, I also just like that number. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had it in high
0: school at some point. Like that. Yeah. I
1: think he probably did for volleyball.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, cool. thanks for listening. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. Um, mm-hmm. And we will catch you next time. Go Sharks. Go Sharks. Let's hope
1: the next episode is a playoff preview for the next series instead of a postmortem. Yeah. Go yes. <laughs> they get. Let's go sharks in six. Go sharks, Die yeah. Babies. In five, yeah. In five, oh, in four. Let's leave. In four, okay. yeah, that's okay. right. it. In three. Bye bye. Bye.